Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Straight Talk for the Soul series, your vibrational, multidimensional vitamin, body, mind, and spirit. I'm Carrie Murphy, your host, creator, and founder of this global broadcast and brilliant community of light. Uh, I want to extend a bright and a very beautiful good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all of you tuning in uh, from around the world to join former uh, neurobiologist from Yale and my friend, Jean Eng, and we're going to talk about the Arcturian harmonizing frequencies, relevant energies to calm turbulent times. Uh, so welcome home. All of you luminous light leaders and love activators and starlight messengers, this is your safe haven. It is a sacred space and a sanctuary for connection and renewal and restoration. It is a unity community to empower you and liberate you. And we're here today to provide some support and upliftment and relief uh, to, to light you up on your journey. Uh, I do want to ask my favorite question, and that is, what is the best that could happen today? Well, let's intend to feel the healing and harmonizing frequencies from the Arcturians and our our star families of the light and all of the, the cosmic and the galactic um, streams of divine love and support flowing here between all of us as we open our hearts and allow ourselves to hear and receive all of the information, the messages, and the energy that will liberate us uh, in beautiful new ways. I encourage you to set an intention for what you wish to experience with us today. Uh, my personal intention with today's gathering is to be a pristine, clear ray of divine light and love, a transmitter of pure God consciousness, an immaculate instrument of the divine, and selfless service for boundless miracles to unfold here. And also just for so soulfully soothing energy to flow through my voice and this entire sacred energetic space with grace and ease welcoming and inviting in the highest divine support and participation throughout our time together so i encourage you to sit back and just relax and breathe of course and open and and receive uh, it's a blessing to to highlight the work of wonderful gene ang today he has a healing practice uh in california uh, where he sees clients for a number of energy healing and shamanic healing practices. In addition, he teaches seminars that focus on the integration of science, spirituality, and healing. Uh, he received his B.A. from Stanford in human biology and philosophy and religious studies and was formally trained as a neurobiologist at Yale. After his postdoctoral fellowship, he decided to step into the role of a facilitator of healing in order to directly uh, interact with helping people. Most of his work centers around the use of subtle energy to help align the subtle energy body, its channels, meridians, and energy centers to help restore balance and harmony so that healing can occur, uh, whether it's physical or emotional or mental or spiritual. Uh, Gene does not see himself as the healer but is part of the interconnectedness that occurs when the facilitator, the client, and source, love, God, interact uh, to bring healing forth. So today, Jean will be sharing a healing frequency transmission um, called the Arcturian Harmonizing Frequencies. Uh, these frequencies from the Arcturians, they offset unbalancing energies that are hitting the planet on the physical, etheric, astral, causal, karmic, and spiritual dimensions. So, 
Uh, we'll take some live callers later, so press star 2 to raise your hand. Um, Jean will offer short mini healings. So again, that's star 2 to raise your hand. Or you can write in in our webcast and let us know if you have a question that way. So let us get started, everyone. Please join me in extending waves and waves of love and light and appreciation uh, to Gene as I welcome him to the show. So, Gene, welcome back, my friend. Hi, Carrie, and everyone. It's great to be back, and it's also enjoyable to uh, talk here with the community. Yes, it's it's been a little while, and... The, the whole world has kind of changed since you were here last. Yeah. And um, it's a blessing to be able to still do this and connect with people all over the world. And um, I guess let's dive in with with your work. And as I mentioned in the bio, you know, you, got, you have your BA from Stanford, your PhD from Yale, former neurobiologist, and now you're channeling the Arcturians. So, um, <laughs> uh mm-hmm. How long has that been for those who are new to your work? When did you when did you step out of the uh the old role and into this this role as a facilitator of healing? Yeah, I would say um I think the initiation event um you know in terms of people you know probably have had something similar in terms of their soul calling around 2004 and then uh in around 2007 i started to um uh study with uh, energy healers uh first it was with um uh, actually like a one-on-one kind of initiation with a a russian uh, psychic healer um kind of shamanic healer who was in brighton beach which is you know not too far from connecticut where i was um doing my phd work and uh, so from 2007, just to kind of condense everything, uh, I didn't really start doing the Arturian work publicly until 2012, which I think many people know is just an interesting date. Um, and there was kind of a prediction that new um, healing techniques and modalities would start to hit the planet. Um, and even though I wasn't really consciously following that, when I kind of reflected uh, you know, discussing kind of how things unfolded, um, it did actually coincide with that kind of prophecy or prediction. It was an Aztec prediction, but um, uh, so yeah, so that's kind of like a very brief kind of in a nutshell mm-hmm. when things started. Yeah, <laughs> well, that was a good time yeah. for you to um, publicly begin doing all this. There are so many people who are on this show that. You know, I hear around that time, you know, started bringing forth some new things. So when, Mm -hmm. so the Arcturians, they are your, your primary, um, (laughs) the primary star beings that you connect with is, would you say, is that accurate? Uh Yeah. Yeah. I was hearing the word primary posse. (laughs) No, yeah. Primary (laughs) connection. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Primary connection. Exactly. Yeah. The um, Arcturians uh, have kind of uh, evolved to be sort of the the main um, healing uh, consciousness or frequency that I've sort of been facilitating. And there have been other connections and, and that have actually emerged as some healing offerings and trainings. Um, one was called the Intergalactics. I'm not sure we ever did something No, but that. I saw but, that um, today, Jean, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that oh. was there. That, we need oh, to okay. maybe offer that sometime. That looks 
like a wonderful program. It looked like when you were in Mount Shasta that you that this that work mm. came through, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in Mount Shasta. That was where the connection was made. So, which kind of has a you know a lot of um, uh, history, and of course, people go there to connect with different um, with their connections. It's very it's very easy to connect there. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, but the Arcturians, yeah, have kind of been really the the main the main line, the main focus. The <laughs> main line, yes. So <laughs> <laughs> for this community is probably, you know, I don't think that many would be unfamiliar with the Arcturians, but we do get new people all the time. So how do you mm-hmm. describe the Arcturians? Clearly, as a star system with star beings, um, but mm-hmm. how how would you describe? Uh, who they are? Yeah, yeah, it's interesting because uh, one of the teachers I've connected with, he uh, he's not really in, in the uh, physical plane anymore. His, uh, I may have mentioned him in another interview. His name's Daskalos. He's uh, his real name was Stilianos Atishalis, and uh, he has nothing really to do with the ET or UFO, you know, community. He was just a esoteric teacher on the island of Cyprus. But one of his main um, abilities was to go out of body. He called it, you know, we, we would call it out of body travel. He called it eczematosis. And he did a lot of his healings from that state. Like, he was very advanced in that practice. And um, in these books that were written about him, he describes his experiences out of body and um, just, you know, his direct experiences. And he said there were many extraterrestrial beings that he would meet that were very advanced. Uh, no longer needed a physical body karmically. You know, that's how far advanced they were. And a lot of them were here to kind of like as brothers and sisters helping us kind of behind the scenes until, um, you know, people were kind of more ready to maybe make that conscious, you know, humanity. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so what, he, and I kind of follow his framework because it makes sense to the way I connected with the Arcturians and, so basically, um, he would see them in what he called the noetic plane, which if um, people follow any kind of like framework or dimensional model, it's sort of like we have the physical dimension and then like the prana or chi dimension. They usually call that like the etheric dimension. And then there's an emotional and mental dimension that's like the astral plane. So these beings, uh, you know, his noetic plane is basically the mental plane. So these beings are basically existing on the astral dimension or higher and when we perceive them like if we have kind of like what we might call a ufo encounter or an et encounter they're basically like um slowing their vibration down to something that we can perceive physically and then it usually looks like a sphere um or our brain interprets it in a certain way like as a sphere or what we might call it a craft because you know, there's only, there's like a framework we have to like, um, we almost project onto the uh, their consciousness and energy that makes sense to our brain consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so, so, but we can also like many people maybe here listening have done this, you know, like use other maybe meditative or I use journeying, shamanic journeying, where you can kind of meet them at their plane. And so it, they don't have to necessarily look like a like a craft or even even have a body. They, you, you can kind of just meet mm-hmm. them like at the you know like as a consciousness. So right, um, right. Mm-hmm. So so many things I could ask you. Um, but, um, 
So when you have gathered together, and specifically in groups, because I think there's such a powerful energy, like when you go to these um, sacred sites or when you're in Shasta or something, um, mm. in in situations like that, do you see the ships yourself, the Arcturian ships? Uh, yeah, yeah. We've had a lot of sightings, um, like I was mentioning um I did a training. The first time I went out to Mount Shasta was actually to do a training with Stephen Greer, who um, is very well known in the UFO ET mm-hmm. community. And he created like a protocol through consciousness to make this, these connections. Uh, and then, you know, and then like you just observe the sky. And ever since I learned that, then I started to kind of hold a retreat every year. And so people will, you know, every time we went there, I mean, we would always see uh, like basically they, they look like lights in the sky and they'll power up and then power down or disappear. And of course you have to rule out, you know, things that are uh, man, human made that are kind of in the night sky, like satellites and craft and, you know, um, airplanes. But some of the, there's ways that you can tell that just make it very difficult for a human made uh, craft to do uh, these uh, appearances typically like what they call a power-up, which is it'll be completely um, dark, and then it'll look like at the level of a star, and this star will basically expand to about almost, some of them expand to the size of like a quarter, like, you know, if you put a quarter in the sky, uh, which really big, and then come back down and disappear uh, without moving. So, um, but yeah, so we would see that, uh, and that's kind of only like a fraction of what they call a contact experience, because like I was mentioning, the, the beings are not really in the physical plane. Right. So they're mm-hmm. actually slowing their vibration down to do even something like a light phenomena like that. So there's a lot, probably like, like the tip of the iceberg is physical. And then 90 or even 99% of it is um, etheric, like energetic, or you'll see them in your dreams um, uh, or uh, even hear tones, mm-hmm. inner tones. So, yeah. Right, right, right. Well, mm-hmm. absolutely. And that's how you develop this Arcturian um, healing system, I would imagine, is through that kind of deeper connection with them on a consciousness level, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, um, so I was mentioning just to kind of a little uh, background on the technique. Uh, so I did a fairly in-depth shamanic training with the Foundation for Shamanic Studies. And I think what that was doing was giving me the tools, uh, like in the shamanic model, basically uh, healing models, like you work with helping spirits. And the way I see the Arcturians is very similar to that. Like they're they're like a, a helping guide or a spiritual being, much like we might connect with our holy guardian angel um, in the same way of consciousness without a physical body. And so I use mostly shamanic journeying, which is just a way to kind of alter your state of consciousness. And I usually use drumming, uh, like, uh, to change my state of consciousness to connect with them. And then, yeah, I, I receive information for the training, uh, that way, or, or even like what we're presenting here. Right, right. So let's talk about the, the purpose behind all of the transmissions that you bring forth and, and the, you know, the healing system too. Um, what would you say the intention or the purpose behind all of it is? Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, as people become, um, I guess the term is multidimensional or 
see like a, we have a very strong three-dimensional consciousness because we're kind of here in our physical body, but see the other realities, you know, energetic, emotional, mental, and higher dimensions. Then they realize like what I would call um, how important consciousness, intention, and uh, frequency or vibration is to, I guess, just one state of mind, one's enjoyment of reality, and one's uh, framework of reality. And so what the, these higher beings, um, like I was mentioning, Dasklos, would see these beings as quite evolved, uh, even like, um, you know, cycles of evolution of, um, ahead of us, but like not here like in a superior way, but here to maybe just assist. They assist mostly through consciousness and, and vibration uh, because they don't have a physical body or vehicle anymore. So that's how I see the Arcturians is they can they can present if we're open to it um, uh, higher frequencies, higher states of consciousness that can kind of um, assist us to raise maybe out of some of the lower uh, vibrations that we might have created for ourselves or just even as a, a collective or a community. Sometimes that can like weigh us down as maybe as what we're seeing uh, right now uh, acutely. And uh, that's really what what uh, I perceive their assistance is, is kind of raising that right. vibration, vibratory level. Mm-hmm. Um, we hear a lot as we we speak about a lot of these star beings or, or um, collectives, um, and I we hear about them dimensionally oftentimes. So the the group that you work with of Arcturians, do they present themselves as a specific um, dimensional frequency band mm. or not? Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, I've, I've seen some of the those frameworks. I haven't um, mm-hmm. the framework that I was that I've been using in the, like the Arcturian training and that I was kind of referring to here is uh, like a seven dimensional model. And I'll just mention it here and then kind of see if that makes sense to people or, or maybe you can um, ask a question to if there's something to clarify it. But um, so it's basically like the physical etheric, which is like the pranic or chi or level, uh, then the emotional, mental, and then the causal, like our karmic body. And these are also environmental bodies. Um and then the spiritual, which is like our soul level. And then the divine is where we're non-dual with the, uh, with the Godhead or source or love or, or, or the all. So I see the Arcturians. So we would have all seven of those bodies. And that's why we're showing up like with a physical body here. But let's say we pass from our physical body, then we would be sort of like just having an emotional, mental and, and like a higher, those higher bodies. So I see the Arcturian sort of like at the mental, even causal level, like that's kind of where they're predominantly at. And that would not be hard and fast, that just if I were to be asked, like where I kind of perceive them. And uh, like I said, they can lower their vibration down to so that we could maybe see them like maybe as a light or a light ship. Uh, and that would be very close to the physical, maybe like in the etheric physical level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. And so when you're connecting with them, um, what does it feel like to you? Are there emotional mm-hmm. um, qualities to them that you can sense? 
Yeah, that's a great question. And I think um, for people when they, you know, who've um, connected and probably a lot of people here in the community connect with their guides or angelic beings or different spiritual realities, it's like a, what I call a signature, uh, like a signature vibration that you start mm-hmm. collecting like a library um, yes. of perceptions. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you kind of know like when your guides are in, it feels this way, or maybe it feels a certain part of your body starts to vibrate. So uh, with the Arcturians, for me, which, you know, I, I think it can be um, unique or idiosyncratic to people, although there's sometimes strong similarities, like with colors or just overall um, uh, feeling, uh, they feel very solid to me, um, like uh, almost like, I wouldn't say apersonal, but there's, um, it's almost like, um, for me, it's all almost like get down to business. <laughs> so, but maybe that's because of the, the, uh, the role I'm, uh, the connection and role I'm, I'm in. So, with, with right. them. Um, and, uh, so it's very solid. They feel very, the frequency, um, and the feeling is almost like a very solid friend. Uh, no mm-hmm. nonsense is, is, yeah. But I think that that <laughs> part is, um, idiosyncratic. And, uh, and then the color that, um, a lot of people report who come to like either classes or events or just, um, you know, or like mentioned like in a call uh, is blue, some some shade mm-hmm. of vibrational blue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. why do you feel that, you know, we used the, the phrase earlier, your, your primary posse. Why do you feel mm-hmm. the Arcturians mm-hmm. are yours? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it was interesting, like, um, when I was getting into healing, which I, I didn't have a, even a framework for interdimensional beings at the time, like, I, or, or particularly ET beings, uh, like enlightened ET beings, if you want to call them, like, an, as another term. Uh, but I, and I may have mentioned this in another interview together, that, um, like, I had been listening to my own intuitive voice, but one day during this period where I was training um, with healing, uh I just heard a kind of voice say I was Arcturian, and then I didn't even really remember where I had heard that word. Uh, but I did research later that I had read it in a book by Joshua David Stone maybe nine years earlier. So it had crossed my awareness, but I didn't have a framework for it. So it just went into my subconscious. And I think I basically got a transmission from that book that didn't unpack until, like, it was maybe ready, like, nine years later. So um, I think, the, you know, like, um, I don't know if I would say I'm Arcturian or people would just say that just based on hearing me talk, but there's kind of like like maybe part of your soul family that's just inherent. Uh, so I think it's part of my soul um, blueprint or information. And so it right. seems very natural. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. hadn't. I don't know that I had asked you that before, so it it just came up and you know when you were talking about earlier that that signature vibration and i was asking about what it felt like with them and you were mentioning spirit guides and angels and all of that so so do you also work with the angelics and spirit guides and um other beings or collectives uh, yeah, yeah. Um, the the framework that I think, uh, and of course these are maybe uh, names that just make the the consciousness of these beings accessible to us, but that might be familiar to people. Uh, it's called the spiritual hierarchy, but uh, and those those would be angelic um, collectives or beings. I'll just give the names because I think they're familiar. 
so they're basically nine ranks of angels. So angels, archangels, um, archai, the Elohim, the dynamis, and this is an ascending order, uh, karyatis, the thrones, the cherubim, and the seraphim. So I feel very mm-hmm. connected to those um, uh, class of beings. And, uh, uh, and then also the spirits of the elements, so like air, fire, uh, no, like water, uh, um, earth, mm-hmm. water, fire, air, space. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we've, um, I, yeah, thank you for that. We, the last two days we've been focusing on angels and all the, the, yeah. the, so all of the, the ones that you were speaking of. So that's, that's beautiful that you feel that connection with, with those realms and, and as well. So, Interesting. Okay, so yeah. now let's dive into kind of what we're the, the deeper into the topic today because I know that the the Arcturians have these harmonizing frequencies and the intention today and during these times is really just to bring serenity and and calm people because um these times can be turbulent and for a lot of people there's a lot that has happened last year in 2020 um <laughs> so much has changed and happened so do you want to talk about their perspective on what's going on and and you know these healing frequencies that you want to bring through with regard to that mhm yeah yeah actually it was based on a dream a recent dream and and uh uh, it seemed to be very relevant for the, uh, like, uh, when, when we decide to have the interview together and what to offer. Uh, and I'll just kind of encapsulate the dream. So it was a very a vivid dream. And, uh, I was, in, you know, present in like a classroom or a group that looked like people who I knew. Uh, so like, uh, and people might have heard or attended like astral classes. And, uh, Basically, the message was is that these packages that I've been putting together, uh, MP3 packages and so forth, were being um, were very important to help the groups that were would like receive them and myself too, to uh, harmonize like um, other vibrations that may have been chaotic or you know that hit the planet or just that we create ourselves just in our learning process. And I thought, well, that's very relevant also for what we're kind of seeing here in the physical world now, kind of with the pandemic and so forth. But that they really, like, they act as a way for the Arcturians or the higher beings through these MP3s or, or like, like, you know, like we have here a live class um, being offered to, to almost like offset that, those other vibrations. And it kind of just, that dream just mm-hmm. hit it like home because I wasn't like trying to incubate that or didn't even have that on my mind. Um, so I was like, okay, now I kind of see why I've been, you know, making these MP3s. I kind of knew that, but it didn't, it didn't hit me, uh, that there would, uh, how important it was. Um, so, so that's kind of why the, like I kind of chose it or just thought that would be a good thing to mm-hmm. bring up or make more conscious, um, that it's a lot about vibration and that, um, the Arcturians and our guides they can really um, provide us, I think, when we're open to it, um, like a harmonizing, almost like mm-hmm. a complementary vibration to what's going on in our life. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. anything that's disruptive. And, um, 
it balances it or as you said harmonizes it um yeah and all and and i'm looking at the uh the package material and we'll go more deeply into it later because for the first time you're offering live online um I don't know if you're going to call them, which well, is a series, a three-part series, March 8th, 9th, and 10th. And you haven't done this before, so I'm very excited um, where you're going to get together in a group and work with all of these um, harmonizing frequencies. And it says here there are seven of them. Um, so have you become familiar with them already? Uh, yeah. Well, these are um, probably sourced from that dream. A lot like I usually communicate with the Arcturians through uh, shamanic journeying, which is a way to work in the astral with them. But once in a while, I will get a, um, a download through a dream. Uh, maybe this is like the second time. And these are pretty uh, new, these uh, harmonizing frequencies. But it was meant to, because of the, the message from the dream, they were meant to like directly harmonize anything that would be unbalancing to our system right now and it seems like it's uh, of course we're working individually and maybe as a group but it does seem like it's you know hitting the entire planet you could say at this moment and maybe there's a lot of um, acceleration on the soul level or learning but uh, so it's really kind of directly it's the Arcturian response to what's going on right now and yeah they're broken up into i don't know if um, we wanted to talk uh, more in depth about it now but they are broken up into the seven those seven dimensions that i mentioned so mm -hmm. like uh, harmonizing each of those dimensions vibrationally mm -hmm. right. mm -hmm. so from your perspective and, and and your broader perspective with theirs um how do you perceive what's been going on on the planet um do you feel that it's for the purpose of soul acceleration like you just mentioned or mm -hmm. is there a, a broader um understanding that you have that you want to share mm -hmm. yeah i mean um yeah i guess the overall term i use is uh positivity uh it is a practice it's a practice that i learned actually in um Rudolf Steiner's work, uh, and he had what he called uh, six basic exercises. So there are actually six fundamental spiritual exercises to help. Actually, they actually help open your heart chakra. And um, I'll just mention one of them, which is uh, is positivity. And it's uh, it is a practice, and basically you try to see the positive in whatever life experience you're having. So, for example, uh, there was a um, in the Essene Gospel of Thomas, uh, Jesus was walking with his disciples, and there's a, a dog on the road who, who's dead, who's been actually rotting for a couple of days. And, of course, the disciples are um, repulsed by that. But uh, Jesus basically says, oh, look how beautiful his teeth look. So it's kind of like, you know, in a way that even in the face of death, you could see something positive about that's kind of a parable lesson. But um, and it develops something in your heart chakra, it like opens something up, and so I do see like uh, it, it is very um, tremendously. There's a lot of grief and a lot of pain uh, on the planet uh, with people passing and suffering from the um, uh, pandemic and uh, kind of loss and um, also um, isolation. But I guess the spiritual practice that I'm seeing for all of us or, you know, in each person's way of dealing with what's going on personally 
is to develop that positivity. Um, so I do see it like as a possibly a, a school, like an accelerated, um, almost like mm-hmm. we're accelerating through grades. Like we, we decided to like take maybe three grades <laughs> in a year uh, mm-hmm. rather than do it uh, one grade uh, per a year and uh, as a planet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Acceleration, <laughs> definitely. Um, I know you wanted to talk about acquiring multidimensional immunity. Um, what does that mean to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think this idea of vibrations, um, you know, things, and even on the cellular level, I think there's more science research actually kind of in the frontier science of how uh, this actually probably even is highly developed in the military but um and, and let more classified is how vibrations uh affect us um all the way down to the cellular level uh but the idea here is that the more uh uh you know harmonizing the vibration is then of course that leads to all the way down to the cell level uh and not only speaking at the emotional me- mental level kind of a um positive emotional states uh balanced emotional states or mental states but that uh, when we get into other environments that might be where other people, let's say, are angry or upset or fearful, their vibrations kind of affect us. And if we don't have that kind of immunity, then it's almost like the tuning forks coming close to each other. Then we start to kind of maybe get disrupted or uh, vibrate to, to their vibration. So I think what the these higher beings and like the Arcturians can do, I was mentioning when you asked me their, how I perceive them, they're very stable, which I think is their vibration. Like they're like a tuning fork, like a very big tuning fork that's, that's at a very stable vibration. So when you connect to them through resonance, you kind of go into resonance with their stable vibration. And then after right. a while, you're, you can kind of hold that tone even in the in the face of a lot of chaos around you, chaotic vibrations around you, whatever that might look like. So that's why right. I mean by spiritual immunity. It's it's kinda like um you know, like since it's out in the public mind right now, like a um a vibrational vaccine. Like we, yes. we become like <laughs> harmonized to a very stable uh level overall. Mhm. I love that. Yeah. And so no matter what's going on outside of us, whether it appears turbulent or chaotic or whatever, we're immune to that because we're so steady um, in holding that that higher vibration. So you're not knocked off center. <laughs> so, But I love the term, multidimensional immunity. Yeah, I love it. And you just said like a vibrational vaccine. I liked that too. <laughs> okay, so now next in terms of what we were going to talk about was the difference between the particle versus the wave understanding of illness. Um, you're mm-hmm. certainly the person to um, speak to this. <laughs> I would have no idea how to explain this difference. So um, let's hear it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, uh, so I guess the um, some people may, you know, quantum mechanics has, has become much more uh, interesting and, and I, I would guess this popular 
in terms of how it could, because it reflected a lot of spiritual truths. Um, and of course, quantum mechanics is talking about very small, um, you know, particles, uh, not so much like big things like, like ourselves, like our macroscopic things. But the conclusions were very similar to uh, perhaps non-dual spiritual traditions. And um, the one experiment that I might refer to in terms of this um, particle versus wave um, idea of health and illness is the way you can um, look at light as an experiment. And some people have been, maybe been studying this, maybe familiar with this. So if you uh, set up an ex- – so light has two properties. It can be a particle or it can be a wave. And so it just depends on how you set up the experiment, which in kind of quantum mechanics languages, how you observe the light um, will actually determine what you um, perceive. So, and, and then the other property kind of drops down to zero. So if you decide to observe light as a particle, meaning you set up the experiment to see its particle nature, you see all these like dots on the screen that, of, of the light that's coming through, you know, like your apparatus. But then the wave aspect, you basically no longer can perceive it, at least within the experiment. So it kind of dropped to zero. And then if you perceive, if you set up the experiment to see the characteristic of the wave particle, the wave aspect of light, then you see like these wavy lines on this, um, you know, the readout. But you no longer can perceive, at least within the experiment, uh, the particle nature. So basically, reality has both the, these two dynamics, the particle and the wave, and a lot of it has to do with our perception of reality at the moment, like what we're trying to tune into. So now, now applying it to health and illness, and this may make more sense now to people, basically, if you, you know, like take any kind of explanation through biology currently or, you know, any advanced molecular biology or just you like read the times about like vaccines and so forth or you see one of their diagrams or even the virus, it's going to look like a particle. Like basically our current scientific model is particle-based. So you'll see the vaccine like a ball or like with, you know, spikes on it. Or you'll see like a drug. It will look like a ball that will like attach to some kind of receptor on a cell membrane. And it it looks very like blocks, uh, which Mm -hmm. is the particle nature of how we are studying things. But if you take the idea that actually in reality, those things actually also could be a wave, it just depends on how you're setting up the experiment which isn't really the way science is set up right now. You know, like basically biological science is is um, still studying things as a particle and not so much as what quantum mechanics already showed, that it also has its dual nature as a wave. Now, if, it, if you look at it as a wave, it has really interesting implications because this idea of resonance becomes really right. important. So, yeah, so like a wave could transmit like across time and space. So, like, even though we may not be in contact with a virus, its wave aspect, we could still be, you know, in contact with it. So that's why people might um, all of a sudden, they don't, they're not really so-called sick, but they just feel this heaviness uh, going on right now uh, because they may be, like, actually interacting with the wave nature of what's going on, uh, which they don't have to be in direct contact or even have, like, kind of a particle that they would identify as a virus on them. Mm-hmm. But in co- in the complement, you could also create what I was mentioning before, which is what we were kind of talking about with that um, vibrational immunity. 
is that if you can create um, healthy, balanced vibrations within yourself, then you become sort of immune to the, vi- the kind of wave nature of uh, illnesses, which mm-hmm. may be kind of, which isn't a particle, but is more like a vibration that's in the environment. Um, so that's why it's, it's interesting to at least use both models. There's not like either or, but both right. is kind of what the implication is. Mm-hmm. So we could perceive life from the wave perspective it all the time if we wanted to, um, uh, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's more of the quantum um, way of perceiving everything. And it, it would it would seem like that's the most liberating perspective, right? Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. And, and then there's ways that you could um, – uh, you could call it protect your environment or yourself. Like, uh, like for example, geometrical shapes are basically frozen waves. Um, it's another way to see geometry of shape. Uh, so like if you see a wave, like, you know, like usually you have to see a motion of a wave, but if you froze it, it's, that's actually a shape. And that's what geometry is. So you could actually put certain geometries like on your body or in your environment and even though you don't see it moving at the physical level, at the etheric level, it's actually creating a vibration that could either be harmonizing or disharmonizing. And that's kind of like the science of some of these healing modalities, like the one I studied um, where a lot of these concepts came out of our biogeometry. So they will create certain shapes that they've tested that they know um, create harmonizing vibrations. Um, so like shapes, colors, like colors are all about vibration and so that's why you could create certain colors that may be healing for you um on this vibration. would that be level. different depending on the individual or are there generally harmonizing colors uh it, it's uh, both uh so um you like there's ways to test like is this good for a person uh you know you could do muscle testing mm-hmm. you, know, you could use pendulums uh, so you basically use like a vibrational um sensing um, uh, technique, but um, some colors overall have you know certain qualities. But then, uh, based on the, a person's like overall vibratory pattern, mm-hmm. then some things will be better for uh, this person, and some other color might be better for another person. Right, right. At that time. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. I love the way that you describe and explain these things. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm glad we got into that. And before we, we we're going to take some callers again, press star two to raise your hand and Jean will do some short mini readings and then we're going to do uh, a group transmission later. But before we do, one last thing that I want us to cover that feels important is how anyone can begin working with these higher beings or their higher self um, and different healing frequencies to harmonize or offset any unbalance um, in their environment. So what can you share about that? Because it's not just reserved for certain people, this ability to connect with higher beings. Yeah, exactly. Um, so just, just kind of drawing back to Daskalos, um just because that seems to be like a keynote uh, in his perception when he was out of body, is that um, when he saw these advanced beings, who he called extraterrestrial beings because they were from different planets, but they weren't at the physical level anymore. They were in these um, you know, other dimensions, let's say the astral. 
uh, a lot of them didn't want to be known publicly yet. Like they were kind of basically working behind the scenes. And a lot of our guides before were ready to make them conscious, let's say our holy guardian angel or certain angelic beings. Uh, they're, they're, they've been helping us all along, like even maybe before we were born and then when we were a baby and so forth, and maybe even at very critical life junctures. But we don't necessarily have to be conscious of that, um, maybe because to be conscious of an angel, like particularly the way we're raised now in the modern world, we might be ostracized or we might, you know, it might not be in the framework. So at the appropriate time, they become, we become more you know, we can uh, create a conscious relationship with them without destabilizing kind of our life. And then mm-hmm. what happens is then you can kind of invite uh, the key point with the what I found with the higher beings is uh, whatever the level or whatever type, like angelic collective or um, star collective, is uh, they respect our free will. So when we're kind of the way you would invite, let's say, if you wanted to work with the Arcturians, if this was the first time, is simply just by making the intention that you're open to making the connection or receiving any healing that they have to offer. And that could be like in your meditation or before you go to sleep is a great time, if that's kind of a more comfortable way to do it. Um, or there's these more formal ways that people know, like journeying, uh, which is kind of a little bit specialized. But um Simply like if you're in your meditation or prayer, you simply just ask, like, I'm open to receiving, like, a healing um, uh, vibration from the Arcturians. That could be just a that, – that could be the start. Right. Yes, and mm-hmm. I encourage everyone, if, if they haven't um, invited um, these <laughs> connections, to do so. Um, if it feels like the time is right for you, <laughs> like, I, you made some good points that, you know, they're always there, but it's really, you know, if someone is ready for that, um, opening for a more conscious connection. But, um, uh, before we take callers, uh, Jean, um, we, we started talking about your offer, which is a, um, a three-part live series that begins March 8th. Um, it's three different sessions with you um, in a group setting with these Arcturian harmonizing frequencies. I want to let people know where they can sign up for this. Um, it's at straighttalkforthesoul.com. Click on our marketplace and you will see Gene's smiling face. Click on uh, his picture and you will see this offer. Um, Gene, what do you want to add about this uh, three-part series that you're offering. Yeah, yeah. So um, there's kind of a dual, um, you know, uh, offering or what you receive from this. So uh, there's the live event and it's recorded. And so you get the sort of live session and we're working with the harmonizing frequencies. And uh, kind of the best way is we'll we'll have the um, kind of group transmission on one of them or maybe two of them, just so people can really get a sense of them. And uh, then there's also uh, working with them in the second hour through um, a more meditative practice. So if you kind of, it's like the yin and the yang. So the yin is more just receiving the frequencies, which is very good and very healing, so you don't have to kind of work uh, in any kind of active way. And then the more yang way is sort of like you're in a meditative um, practice and you can receive the frequencies or make the connections to the Arcturians if you want, or your guides. And so each of those three sessions is broken up in, into that, like, uh, first and second hour. And then you get the recordings. 
so before I would uh, was presenting like the MP3 recordings, and uh, but so here like after the session you can use the recordings to kind of reconnect to the information field, and it wouldn't be like a repeat. It's like a way to continue to work dynamically in a fresh way with the information field that the Arcturians kind of created around these harmonizing frequencies that I just think, um, you know, was just important, like I mentioned from that message in the dream, uh, to for these particular harmonizing frequencies to kind of create that strong, uh, stable, metaphorically what we said, um, uh, tuning fork of, of balance. That's really what these um, frequencies are about. Uh, in our field so that after a while you don't need the recordings, you don't need, you know, you're just, you're holding that vibration of stability mm -hmm. or, harmon or harmonization in yourself on yeah. all the seven subtle bodies. Mm -hmm. It sounds like it would be beneficial to listen to the recordings multiple times until they're holding that stable um, vibration. And the disruptive frequencies, you know, it could be, um, illness for some of you, um, just fogginess, cloudiness, mistrust, that is a big one, um, unrest, uh, just a lack of energy um, or hope or any of those things. So it's really just bringing all of that into balance. And uh, and if, you, if someone is listening right now and it is in late March or even April or May. Again, all of these will be recorded so that you can listen um, if this is resonating with you. And, Jean, you've also offered a bonus, um, and that is the Arcturian Futures Transmission. Um, what is that? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, that's, that's also a new uh, – that's a great program. And uh, what that um, does is um, – so – uh, there's a transmission involved with that, also Arcturian base, and it basically downloads from the spirit, your spiritual body, which is where your Akashic records are, your most ideal um, future in like uh, five time uh, frames. So it's like um, like three months down from when you listen to it, uh, then one year, or and then six months, then one year. Uh, five years, ten years, and then uh, your next life. So you basically are downloading the information package that would give you the most ideal um, sort of blueprint for those um, time points. So that's the transmission piece. It's kind of working with time, which is always really unique uh, from a soul level to work with uh, and the Akashic Record information that we all have, uh, where time yeah. is like there, there's really no time. It's all like one information field. And then we break it down into the past, present, and future, or kind of rolls out in that way in the physical dimension. And then right. there's a practice that is kind of, it's somewhat magical, but it's a writing practice. You basically write, um, that I guide people through, you write down what you're, what you'll look, what, what you will look like five years from now in your most ideal setting. So like you just write down, oh, this happened, that happened, as if you were five years ahead. Like, all these good things happen to me. And then you kind of seal it in an, in an envelope. And it's amazing that when people do yes. that, uh -huh. how much of it actually comes true. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But I used to do that with when I used to work with private clients years ago, and we would work together for mm -hmm. a year. Um, I would start off with them doing that, and I would have them – 
record it in their own voice and listen to it. Mm. And and mm-hmm. it was powerful to see a year later, you know, how what you know, all of their dreams are the highest expression of what they hoped for in their lives actually uh was realized. So um so that's powerful. So Jean, thank you for creating this. As I said, this is your first time doing a a live um online virtual event. Um so thank you for doing that. Uh someone had asked, let's see, Sahara asked, can you explain the difference between this vibrational special offer and the DNA adjustment you're offering? I'm not sure I understand. Mm-hmm. Do you understand that question? Uh yeah, I mean there's there's a DNA activation that I presented um that she may be um referring to. And, okay. Uh, yeah, the mm-hmm. The DNA activation, that's kind of um, accessing, again, the Akashic Record blueprint uh, that we each have. And you could say that at a certain dimensional space, you know, we refer to it as a DNA. And DNA kind of at the physical level um, is like um, is our blueprint for our uh, physical body. And then in the more holistic uh, community or, or framework, we've been also talking about DNA at other dimensional levels, like maybe it's 12-strand DNA um, that kind of maybe encompasses other uh, dimensions of ourself as a blueprint. So in the Arturian DNA activation that the Sahara is referring to, we're, we're trying to um, ask the assistants, the Arturians, to express our most ideal a blueprint pattern from that kind of soul DNA. And then in this um, new offering or this offering with the Arturian harmonizing frequencies, these are frequencies that the Arturians would bring in to um, either offset any chaotic vibrations that could be physical illness or emotional mental um, upheaval or even higher like karmic and soul and sort of almost like act as a complementary ray or um, vibrational uh, wave uh, to make to rebalance our um, vibrational body. That would that is kind of the difference. Okay, uh, Sahara, I hope that was helpful. Um, Jean, I would love to um, to take some live callers. As you mentioned, you can do some mini short mini healings here. So um, I get you just need their name and and basically what they're they're being challenged by in the moment or what's the best way to go about this? Oh yeah. 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 They um, type in anything that just their name and what, uh, what they, uh, yeah, what their intentions are, what they're going through or, and if they wanted to call in, I'm not sure that that was um, available. They could just call in and, and just, say yeah, we have both. And, yeah. We have both. Okay. We'll yeah. do both. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do okay. some live callers, and then I'll go to the webcast because quite a few people wrote in as well. Also, if you wrote in into the webcast at the beginning of the show, um, let me know you're still here so that if we go to you, um, you can write back and let us know and respond to us. So, Okay, our first live caller that we are going to is area code 312. Um, 312, it looks like in Chicago, you're live. Hi, Jean and Carrie. Thank you so much for taking my call. How are you? Hi, wonderful. How are you? What's your name? Um, My name is Jane. Um, Hi, Jane. I'm actually from Minnesota still. Okay. Um, 
<laughs> just in case that matters. I don't know if it does. No, um, it I doesn't. Am... It just says Chicago here. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Um, so my knee, I injured it back in October, and it really is not um, – it's not getting better at a rate that I find satisfactory. Um, obviously, it's almost March, and I'm wondering if there's anything I can do or, you know, any way to heal it further. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for calling in, Jane. And, uh, yeah, we can um, – there's a couple frequencies in the Arcturian uh, healing method that uh, could work on that. Uh, there's something called the Arcturian repatterning of cells, and then there's another um, very large general frequency, healing frequency, called Metatron Melchizedek. Arcturian mandala healing frequency. Uh, okay. We could run that uh, on on your knee, yeah. And um, and then people who are listening, they'll also be exposed to frequencies. And uh, of course, you can have your own intention for uh, what you'd like those frequencies to work on. Okay, great. Thank and you. also, yeah, yeah, great. And then you also, and also, if people are listening to this as a replay or recording, you'll also be accessing those frequencies now. Okay. okay. Wonderful. Thanks, Jane, for <laughs> thank you for bringing this forth uh, through Jean. All right, Jean, go ahead. Okay. Okay. Okay, we're starting. So we're starting with the Arcturian repatterning of cells. And for people who are new to how I channel the frequencies, I usually will say the name of the frequency, and then I'm silent as the energies are working on your system. And then every so often I'll say something just so that you know I'm here. Now we're channeling the Metatron Melchizedek Arcturian Mandala Healing Frequency.
continuing to channel the Metatron Melchizedek Arcturian Mandala healing frequency. And that concluded the second frequency, and that concludes the short session. When you feel comfortable, you can open your eyes and snap your fingers. Wow. So for Jane, is that something that will unfold over the rest of the day, or um, do people typically feel something right away? Jane, did you feel anything? Yeah, it actually straightens a little better. Hmm. And does that continue, Jean? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, something immediate can happen. A a lot of times people will feel something vibrationally. Uh, If it's um, reached the physical level, then, yeah, it it could uh, happen right away or the next couple of days uh, things will get better. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, Jane, wishing you so much relief and um, with your knee. Great. Thank you both so much. Thank you, Jane. Okay. And thank you, Jean. Jean and Jane. Um, Okay. Let's see. (laughs) Um, Okay. Next caller is um, area code 989. Uh, You're live with us. Yes, hello, this is Mary. Well, hi, Mary. Hello, Welcome. How... Thank you. <laughs> um, I was wondering if there's anything that Jean can do in, in the form of any kind of process to help me raise my consciousness. I would just mm-hmm. really love to be a healer, and I I don't know, I feel like something's blocking me from that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for that request, and I'm sure other people will really benefit uh, from uh, these frequencies. Good. For that, yeah. There's yeah. There's a frequency called the Arcturian Primordial Frequency or Primordial Awareness Frequency, and it uh, it helps us connect with our um, divine uh, self, that uh, that dimension where we're non-dual with the divine or God or love, and so that that's very helpful. And then that will percolate through all the other dimensions all the way down to the physical level. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. So we'll, uh, All right. Uh, does that sound good? Yes. Beautiful. Okay. okay. Yeah. Bring it on, right. Jean. We'll bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it up. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get started. Okay, so we're starting the Arcturian Primordial Awareness Frequency.
continuing to channel the Arcturian primordial awareness frequency. Continuing with just the last phase of the Arturian primordial awareness frequency. And that completes the short energy session. Well, you, okay. you can open your eyes, snap your fingers. Yeah, okay. great. And let it continue expanding, okay. Mary. <laughs> wow, great. Thank uh, you so much. I felt a little tingly at the top of my head. Oh, good. Great. Yeah. Yay. Let it continue, Mary. <laughs> Look forward to a raised consciousness. Thank you so much, and thank you for taking my call today. Really enjoyed oh, the you're program. so welcome, Mary. Thank, thank you, you. All right. And I want to say, let's see, um, Sahara wrote back in, and um, for Jane, um, who just had that other frequency, uh, Sonia said, Jean, Jean, it's amazing how strong the frequencies are that you're sending. She said, I had an incredible experience a couple of years ago with that uh, transmission for my knee, and it completely restored the entire area. So, for Jane, that is good news. <laughs> so, hopefully that, that happens for Jane as well. Um, uh, Sonia did go, oh, no, no, someone, oh, okay, I'm mixing up messages here. Okay, Sonia wrote back in and said, do you amplify these frequencies with the support of an instrument, or is it only you just being a strong amplifier by nature? She said, amazing. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's the, the question. Yeah, no, I, there's no um, like physical instrument. Uh, it's more the um, the Arcturians actually, <laughs> and uh, kind of like I'm holding the physical space for them to just um, allow their consciousness and energy and and the guides of the person and their higher self. Mm-hmm. How do you know when it's complete? I mean, is it a feeling mm-hmm. that you have, or or is it a message yeah, yeah, from the, them? Like we're done. Mm-hmm. Or... <laughs> oh no, that's a great question. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, they send like a yeah, a little um, <laughs> post-it note. No, um, yeah. Uh, 
Wrap it up. <laughs> uh, vibrationally, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's um, like I, I feel like the ener- the current running on me, you know, for like a better mm-hmm. or for a descriptive term. And then the because it has its own intelligence, the current just will shut off, and then I know it's it's done. It's complete. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Sonia, I, I'm going to read hers because I think other people could also benefit from this one. Uh, she said, um, Jean, thank you. My name is Sonia from Basil. I would love some healing from you to support the intention that I set in my heart for this year of 2021, um, which was mm. to lovingly free my heart and attract light and harmonic relationships. Yes. I feel everybody could benefit from that. So is is there um, a frequency that would be helpful for this? Uh, Yeah, yeah. There's something called the Arcturian Divine Fire frequency. And uh, we can run that. And there's like seven of them. We'll run all seven. They're each for the different subtle body levels, Uh, physical, etheric, emotional, mental, causal, spiritual, and divine. Okay. Yeah. We're starting with the Arcturian Divine Fire Healing Frequency for Sonia's intention and also whatever your intention you're holding now who's listening to this. Continuing to channel the Arcturian divine fire healing frequencies on the physical, etheric, emotional, mental, causal, spiritual, and divine level. Continue to channel the Arcturian Divine Fire Healing Frequency. That completes the session. 
Beautiful. You can open your eyes. She already said amazing with a bunch of exclamation points, and thank you. Anita from Milwaukee wrote in and said, Whoa, I always see the energies coming through my crown, and Jean's consciousness-raising transmission went quite deep. It felt wonderful. Thank you, Jean, Carrie, and the Arcturians. Thank you for writing in and being with us. Um, Awesome, thanks. Yeah, let me... This is a good question, and then I'm going to take one more that I feel will be beneficial for everyone. Um... I'm going to try to pronounce your name as as, as well as I can. Aish Warya Nakar. She is from Germany. Uh, she said, "Love you, Carrie, and thank you for what you're doing. Love you too." Um, she said, "How to how do I get away of the fear while trying to connect with higher dimensional beings? Um, is there a mm-hmm. practice that I can do to regularly connect with them?" Um, and in what form of communication can I receive these messages? I mean, the primary thing that stood out to me was how does she get away from the fear of connection? Mm, yeah, that's uh, yeah, a great, great point. I think uh, we all have that. Like, um, I think there's that um, inherent sense of like, uh, you know, the unknown or connecting to something that's, you know, also particularly because it's not physical. Um, well, there is a frequency that um, it could be very helpful for that that's in the Arcturian healing method called the Arcturian Freedom Frequency. And it's meant to clear in the, particularly the astral, like the emotional, mental body, um, fear thought forms. So so we'll run that, and that could be helpful. Uh, but I would, uh, the suggestion just more on a cognitive level and the experiential level is just to take it um, naturally and like slowly. Like to just to be open to what you're you feel comfortable with, but there's no there's no like rush, no race, and uh, there's no right or wrong. Like there's no judgment, and uh, to take it just as you feel natural. And uh, that was my be the only mm-hmm. biggest comment on that. Uh, yeah. So um, and then as um, that unfolds, there'll be uh, things that kind of you see in your environment or your experience that will stabilize or bring trust to the to the process. Mm-hmm. Um, so this particular frequency is really about freedom from fear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, perfect. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. We're going to run the Arcturian freedom frequency now for everyone who's listening. It's great for, uh, I think it's Aisha. Aishwarya. A-I-S-H-W-A-R-Y-A. So we're running the Arcturian Freedom Frequency. the channel of the Arcturian Freedom Frequency. 
continuing to channel the Arcturian freedom frequency. That completes the session with the Arcturian freedom frequency. Thank you, Jean. And um, that, uh, yeah, that was wonderful. <laughs> All of them. Um, um, I'm just going to read a few of these uh, comments that have come in, and then, uh, and then you you, you want to do another uh, transmission, right? Um, after that. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, we can do the the harmonizing the frequencies. Yes. Uh, that are kind of, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Anita said, hi, Carrie and Jean and the Arcturians. Thank you for helping us. Um, well, this is asking for another uh, transmission. I think based on time, Anita, just stay with us and we'll do um, – the group one here in a second. Um, Jane ended up writing back in and just said, thank you for this wonderful show, uh, Carrie. Jean, thank you for the healing frequencies for my knee. I appreciate the comment about a complete knee healing. Yeah. <laughs> that was great to hear. Um, um, Clive from London. Hi, hi, Clive. He said, Carrie, your voice resonates so strongly with me. It's pure and angelic. Thank you, Clive. Um, he said, I also believe that I am connected to the Arcturians. Um, can Jean please send us forgiveness energy? Um, I don't know what that's about, but, um, hmm. What um what's it how can you respond to that? Oh yeah, there there's actually an Ar- there is an Arcturian forgiveness of frequency. Uh Okay. There, um <laughs> yeah, yeah, there there uh it's actually um part of the um Arcturian uh there's a series in the Arcturian healing method called the Arcturian uh 12 soul night qualities and their healing frequencies and one of them is um forgiveness. Yeah. Okay. So, so uh, yeah, we'll definitely channel that. And so if, if someone's, like, trying to develop that in themselves or, like, in a session, if someone's mm-hmm. trying to, um, as part of their healing process, you know, is uh, trying to, let's say, let go of something or forgive someone, which, of course, is um, very deep healing, uh, this helps facilitate that with the, with the help of the Arcturian. Okay. Okay. So we'll, uh, yes, yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's, yeah, we can channel that. Okay. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, then we can do the transmission. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're starting with the Arcturian soul night quality for forgiveness.
continue the channeling for the Arcturian soul night quality for forgiveness. Continuing to deepen the exposure to the Arcturian soul night quality for forgiveness. Clive, thank you for that, um, for bringing that forth. And uh, the the beautiful girl in Germany that I'm not saying her name very beautifully, but um, wrote back and just said, thank you so much, love you. I could feel the energy in my body um, that was from the one before. So okay. thank you for writing back in. And to all of you who wrote in with more of the, the personal requests, I want to say thank you. And um, I would put your intention into this uh, group transmission that uh, Jean is going to take us through right now. And this is the harmonizing um, transmission frequencies that uh, we spoke of earlier that you'll be highlighting in the special offer group. So um, do you need any water or anything, Jean, before we go forward? Or you um you ready to, to dive into that? Oh yeah, we can just we can dive in and uh people who wrote their intentions even though I, I you know haven't consciously aware of them the uh we'll put that like you said in the field and uh they'll be uh worked on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. How do you um what is the best way for all of us to enter into this with a specific intention or a a more general one? Um what do you feel mm-hmm. is best? Yeah, so the one, so, um, uh, there's seven of these harmonizing frequencies and we're going to focus on the, the etheric level one. Um, so that's the, your, uh, pranic or chi body. Uh, but you can really hold any intention, um, that you'd like, um, whether it be physical, energetic, emotional, mental, or, um, higher, uh, spiritual. And, uh, so that's, you can have a very specific intention or even more than one that the energies will work on, or you could do what I call the quantum approach, meaning um, wherever it's, you know, most needed or best, and you're kind of leaving it to the intelligence of your higher self um, and the mm-hmm. energy to find that. That sounds like mm-hmm. a good plan. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> 
I'll do that. (laughs) All right, Jean. Well, thank you in advance. And um, if those of you, some people just came on, actually. So just know that when Jean is transmitting um, all of these frequencies, there is some silence at times. So uh, just know we're all still here. And... (laughs) And it's all—it's just running. So, um, okay, Gene, thank you again. Okay, yeah, great. So we're starting the Arcturian etheric harmonizing frequency. We're continuing with the running of the Arcturian etheric harmonizing frequency. You can simply silently state your specific intention for where the energies will work. Or if you'd like, you can keep it open or quantum, allowing the intelligence of your higher self and your guides and the Arcturians to determine where it's best to work. We're continuing to deepen the exposure to the Arcturian etheric harmonizing frequency. Continuing to entering now a second deepening phase of the Arcturian etheric harmonizing frequency.
now we're entering a final third deepening phase, utilizing the Arcturian etheric harmonizing frequency. That completes the exposure to the Arcturian etheric harmonizing frequency. Beautiful, Jean. Thank you. How is everybody doing? <laughs> um, and thank you to you and to the Arcturians um, for all of the different transmissions. Um, Really, really honored and grateful to have been a part of that with you and everyone here, Jean. And um, would love to hear from any of you who want to write in. Um, I know uh, Clive did write back in from London and said, thank you and love to both of you. I don't even know why I chose forgiveness. It just came to me. Uh, I felt the strong release and hoped it helped others. Help, hope it helped others too. Yes, Clive, and thank you for that. Um, yeah, this is, it's interesting because a lot of people can really feel this from what I'm reading from the earlier comments. Um, since we just came out of that one, I don't know about this one, but I'm sure they do. So do you find it's different um, with people, Jean? Some people feel something or a lot and some feel nothing at all. And if they feel nothing at all, is something still happening? Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, yeah. Um, the amount of uh, healing or balancing it, uh, doesn't correlate or doesn't um, isn't uh, connected to how much one feels. Um, like, it, uh, of course, it's great to feel uh, a lot or see a lot or hear even hear inner tones. Uh, some people, like you said, don't feel or see or uh, hear anything, and then they get have uh, huge uh, shifts or transformations. So yeah, that's the the thing not to get um, kind of connected to both as a facilitator or the recipient. Uh, so really, mm -hmm. tremendous things can happen um, uh, either way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've, that felt significant to mention. <laughs> uh, so yeah. thank you for that. <laughs> and uh, oh, Jean, so as we're wrapping up. Um, 
Is there anything else that uh, you feel is significant to share or a final message that you want to leave our, our beautiful audience members with? Um, just want to give you the opportunity to, to share anything else that is coming up to share. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Th thanks so much. Yeah, it was great. It was also enjoyable to uh, talk and uh, like Clive was saying, your voice is great and carries the pure message uh, of the energies. And uh, it's always great to connect with people in this way. I think more and more we're all connecting in uh, what I call these astral platforms, uh, Zoom or different online platforms. And I think uh, it is a way to allow the frequencies to come through. In many ways, it allows us um, not necessarily to be only locked into uh, physical perception and uh, what I've found is by having to be on the kind of Zoom or online platforms, it, it actually allows our awareness to um, be more focused in these higher dimensional states, almost out of um, obligation. And so we're kind of uh, more directly connected to these uh, different vibratory realities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's kind of, it's nice because you can really feel that that group energy and it really enhances the experience for for everyone. So, as I mentioned before, I really appreciate you offering these live group calls. And for those of you who are feeling called to participate, remember it begins um, March the 8th. And uh, it will also go on March 8th, 9th, and 10th. And, of course, it will all, all be recorded for you. So, Jean... Um, Thank you again for for all that you're doing on the planet and for all that you shared here today. It's always it's always fascinating and uplifting and and heartwarming when you're here. You have such a gentle energy, and uh, so I really appreciate you. Uh, thanks, Carrie, and thanks thanks so much for inviting me to the show and for having the time to. Uh, talk here and uh, connect with everyone here. Yeah, the energy is very palpable. Thank you, everyone. Yes, so to everybody who has joined us, thank you for the gift of your time, your openness, your love, your presence, your willingness and readiness to receive all of these frequencies. It's It's a true gift to have you with us. And as we bring the show to a close today, please acknowledge that this beautiful invitation to actually receive even more support, um, that's the opening and the invitation um, now. Uh, so I hope that you will really consider and review uh, the special offer that Jean has created for all of you. Uh, and now just remember that you are brilliant, you are resilient, and you are dearly loved. Thank you for joining us on this really brilliant, uh, soulful adv adventure today. I am sending waves and waves of grace and glory and gratitude uh, from my heart to yours. May you feel it, receive it, and please offer it to those you encounter today um, or tonight, wherever you happen to be in the world. And as always, until next time, please give yourself full permission to shine instead of shrink, express instead of suppress, and own that amazing, powerful glow of yours. I'll see you all back here in this playground of light next time. Bye, everyone. <laughs>